All right. Try again. All right, so please um, please someone should let me know someone should let me know all right so let me know let me know So sorry about that uh, breaking transmission. <laughs> so for those who would listen later, like I say, oh, okay, you can hear me now. So just inform the group we're online. Those who can join in this journey, I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll just blaze through and see if I can finish this in one hour. All right. All right. So I started by saying. Um, I started by doing a recap of what we did last week, and I said we, we considered entropy uh, and the law of action, which simply states that if we don't do anything about our lives, it will get worse. Secondly, we discussed a bonsai, and I explained that bonsai is environmental conditioning, and that means that the seed is at the mercy of the environment. So no matter how powerful the seed is, it's at the mercy of the environment. And number three, we looked at... Um, Identifying limiting beliefs, you know, I talked about the, how uh, uh, beliefs form in our hearts, right? And then I explained that if if you do not, if 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 you did, if sorry, if you've not been sorry joining us, please just um, uh, go back and listen to. Just go back and listen to um, all that we've done so far, right? All right, so. Um, today we are looking at superior content and systems and I, I want to try and do justice to this in the next one hour try and do justice to this in the next one hour and so there are three things that I want us to know before I get into the topic for today right uh, this should be brief right so number one I said everybody must live in a controlled environment right man was designed to blossom in an environment for example earth is an environment, is a kind of environment, is a kind of environment that supports life. You and I cannot live on Jupiter because the environment does not support life, right? So it's controlled, the environment is controlled because the, the, the way it's designed is such that it allows for growth. Do you understand that? So everybody must live in, everybody must live in a controlled environment, right? We must live in a controlled environment. And, but the thing is that it is either you choose that kind of environment, it is either you design that kind of environment, or it will be chosen for you, right? But man must live in a controlled environment, right? Because we are all at the mercy of the environment. And number two thing I said is that man must be programmed. Man was designed to be programmed, right? So that means that we are... We are products of influence. Man must be influenced. That is the design of man. There is nobody on this earth who is not at the mercy of influences, right? No matter how, in quote, high and mighty you are, we are all products of influences. And given that that is the design of man, man gets to choose the kind of influences he surrounds himself with. 
right so if you don't make that decision that decision will be made on you in fact not making that decision is a decision on its own so you must make a decision of the kind of influences you must surround yourself with and that should be in line with the kind of person you want to become in the next 5 10 15 20 50 years until you are done with this uh, right but everything most of the things that you are going to to achieve right they are going to be at the mercy of influences that you surrounded yourself with right so that's the second thing we said and the third thing i said is that growth happens through feeding if a baby is born today one of the ways to guarantee that that baby will grow is not just leaving that baby to themselves you must feed that baby right so growth happens through feeding and i also said that you become your food over time you become your food sorry about that you become your food over time what you eat eats you at the end of the day and i'm going to explain it as we go you become your food over time if the food is toxic and i'm i'm talking about from a, a natural biological perspective now if your food is toxic your system will be toxic your system will be toxic and it will tell you know it will tell on your health it will tell on your gut health you just know that something is wrong and but then what happens is that over time your body begins to adjust to that kind of food, right? So someone who has lived on toxic food for a long time, at the end of the day, may not even know it's toxic food because the body would have been adjusted to accept that toxic food. And that is why I said in the second point that man must be programmed. It is what you program yourself with that ends up being your lifestyle at the end of the day, right? So you become your food over time. All right, so as we go in, you will understand why I made this point. So let's get into what we have for today, superior content and systems. Uh, I know a lot of people may not, um, okay, because of the, but that's fine. We'll just keep going, right? Maybe we can just re-edit by 8 p.m. for those who prefer a live version, but let's go. All right, so I'll just, uh, first of all, I would like to define certain concepts. I'm going to define certain concepts. I'm going to give the dictionary definition and then I'm going to now put it together and then synthesize what it is that I want to present to you today, right? <clears throat> Good. So we're going to be looking at some keywords. Number one, we're going to be looking at content. Remember that our topic is superior content and systems. So we're going to be looking at the keyword content. We're going to be looking at system. And also we're going to be looking at food. We're going to be looking at feed. And we're going to be looking at feeding. So I'm going to give the explanations and then the adaptations and then I'm going to be, I'm going to talk about sources of content or superior content and then I'll give a few examples of certain superior systems and then I, maybe I talk about specialized knowledge if there is time and then um, maybe give an example of specialized knowledge and then we'll just wrap it up for today. All right, so let's 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 roll. Let's roll. So since we're talking about superior content and systems now, what is content? I mean, we, we throw around that word every day. Content. Content. You know, what is your content strategy for your social media network? What is the content of what is the content of that maybe that course that course? What is the content? So we, we use the word content. Content. So but what is content? What is content? So uh, content is the subject matter. Content means subject matter. Content means you know, the basic idea. 
Content can also mean material. So, for example, if you're asking for content, you can be asking for material. Let me say, for example, you can ask me for the content of this course. So, that means that you're asking me to provide you with the material that contains everything I said in this particular teaching. So, that is content. All that I'm saying is content. Do you understand? And content also means matter. Right? In the dictionary, the content means things that are contained inside something. Right? the thing that is inside that is what content is right content also means oh someone can't hear anything please please can you hear me here can you hear me here please can anyone hear me can anyone hear me please uh, send a message on the chat box and let me know if you can hear me because i, I just sent a message on the whatsapp group that's you can't hear me. Please let me know. Tobero, can you hear me? Can anyone hear me? Okay, blessing you can hear. Okay, thank you. Thank you. All right, so I, I guess I guess um, it's um, uh, her network. I guess it's her network. Okay, I guess it's her network. All right, so I'll just keep going, right? And for those who can, who are not able to listen, maybe they, I, I would upload the recording later and then they can revisit. So let, let's just run. And let's see what we can do because there's a lot to talk about here. So I said, so um, content is the thing that is inside something. So when you, you have a container, the content is something that is inside, right? Content can also mean the subject matter. It can also mean the, the idea you are trying to communicate. It can also mean the material. For example, I can give you the material of this course. That is the content of the course of, of this particular uh, teaching and all that the audio it, when i share the audio that is the content do you get right so it, it talks about the subject it deals with it talks about the story it tells it talks about the idea it expresses that's what content is for example when you have let me say you, you run a digital business let's say you run a digital business and you know you're trying to you're trying to sell your stuff online there is this talk about, you know, you need to push content online. And usually when people talk about content, they're either they're talking about video content or audio content or, or, or uh, written words. They call it copy, right? So it's about putting out information about what it is that you sell, right? So it's about the material, the story you are trying to tell and things like that, the idea you are trying to express. So that's content. So just follow me, we'll get, you know, the, the points as we, as we proceed. The second keyword there is system, right? System. There are a lot of um, big definitions here. So I'll just take two. There are about six here, but I'll just take two so that we can simplify for you for this particular discussion. So when we hear system, you know, you need to have a system for this. You need to have a system for that. What's a system? A system simply means a set of things working together as part of a mechanism, right, of an, or an interconnecting network of things, an interconnecting network of things, right, a set of things that work together as part of a whole, as part of a mechanism, or as part of a machine, you know, is a system. For example, the car, a car is a system. A car is a system, right? You have the engine, and then you have the body, and you have every other thing, right? All, all those, all those, parts are working all those parts are, are fulfilling a particular function 
they are executing a particular function right and so the, the engine is fulfilling a particular function the body of the car is fulfilling a particular function the tires are fulfilling a particular function the whole network of of systems the whole network of you know parts of the car are fulfilling different functions and then together right because the engine is doing its work the steering is doing its work the brake is doing its work the fuel is doing its work the tire is doing its work together what they achieve at the end of the day is that they propel the car forward right so a system is a set of things working together right and another definition of a system is an arrangement of things an arrangement is an arrangement in a particular order right an arrangement of things or a group of related things that work together towards a common goal now the key word there is towards a common goal you can't call it a system if there is no common goal do you understand that right so the arrangement of different things or a group of related things that work together towards a common goal so you can call it a setup right but for the sake of this conversation i'll define system as a set of activities a set of activities or processes right that you bring together to facilitate your own growth for the sake of this conversation right a system is a set of activities i would say a set of activities that you repeat over time for the purpose of facilitating your personal growth whether it's um, your spiritual growth mental growth physical or any financial any area of your life right so you can apply it to any particular area of your life so it's it's about a set of activities that you do are you getting this good so that's for system so it's a set of, set of activities or processes that you've set for yourself for example let me give you an example for some people their system is this when they wake up there are three things they must do every day right number one they pray number two they study their bible and number three they exercise before they do anything right so that is that is an arrangement so after doing those first three things in the morning they go to work right and then the of course they have a set of activities they do during work, working hours in order to achieve you know their career goals and things like that and then they have other things that they do during the day you know to advance their career to advance their finances to advance their relationships right so those set of activities coming together is a system and then maybe when they come back right maybe they come back they eat they shower they eat they pray and they sleep right so you see this as a set of activities it's an is the way you've arranged your life maybe because of the the kind of things you want to achieve with your life right so you've arranged your life like that and then of course so that's what a system is that's what a system is right but some people some people are operating with the system and they don't even know right so it's a set of activities or um, uh, processes that you've put in place for yourself to achieve a particular goal right good that's for i've defined content and i've defined systems right so the next thing i want to define is food food just follow me food we know what food is but for the sake of definition let me define it food is any nutritious substance now and you have to add that word nutritious because if you say any substance substance can be poisonous and it won't be food right so food is any nutritious substance that people or animals eat or drink or that plants absorb in order to maintain life and growth now look at the keywords here is is nutritious they have to eat it or absorb it in order to what to maintain life and to grow so to maintain life that's talking about survival 
and then to grow because to grow you need to maintain life you need to survive in the first place but that's not the conversation for today so food is anything nutritious stuff you take that facilitates growth for you right i'm talking about now the physical aspects now now think about it from a biological aspect right so that another word i want to talk about here is feed f-e-e-d so when you say feed something that means you are giving food to that thing when you say feed me that means give me food now but feed has another definition when you say feed you, you can say you are encouraging the growth of something let me give you an example let me say you are reading romantic poetry for example or you are watching a romantic movie i can say that you are feeding your melancholy by reading that romantic poetry or you are feeding yourself with a particular kind of emotion by reading that poetry or by watching that kind of movie right so that means to encourage the growth of something in you that means to feed to feed means to also supply material to something to feed also means to put something into something for example when you say feed that cd into the computer right so you are putting something into something you can also define feed as to supply someone with maybe something to to supply someone with information right so for example supply me with with water supply me so you are feeding me with this right so feed to supply something with so, sorry to supply someone with maybe information or ideas so for example if you lie to somebody or maybe you give somebody wrong information you can say you are feeding him lies do you get so to feed means to supply information or ideas and also feed also means to influence or to contribute to to influence so for example like I, I said, I said just now, you can be lying to somebody or flattering somebody. You are feeding them lies in order to influence them in a certain way, right? So to feed means to influence. To feed means to supply information. To feed also means to encourage growth and things like that, right? So we, I'm, I'm talking about this within the context of what we are discussing today. Now, the final word I want to define before we get into it is feeding. You know, food and feeding is not the same thing, right? Food and feeding is not the same thing, right? So, but feeding is the process by which we obtain food or nourishment. That's feeding. The act of eating or being fed, right? So, it's possible for you to have food, but you are not feeding. It's possible to, for you to have provisions in your house, but you are not feeding, so you can have food and not feed. Are you getting this? Right? So feeding is the process of obtaining food or nourishment. I, I wanted to talk about cooking, but it, it would it would it would it would push me down a rabbit hole and I don't want to get into it. But let me talk about it a little bit. You know, cooking is, you know, let me say you want to um provide nourishment for your body, for example, right? So you put together the ingredients. Now follow this. You put together the ingredients. Let me say you want to cook rice. You, you have to source the ingredients, right? And I can refer to that as content. So you source the ingredients and then you put it, you, you put it in, in a pot and through a particular set of activities or processes, right? You cook that food. So that's what cooking is, right? So you carry the ingredients and then you prepare it now. Now, here's the keyword. You are preparing it to meet a particular need. Let me say, for example, you have a timetable. Okay, on Mondays, um, you eat this. Tuesdays, you eat that. 
you have something in your mind that you want to achieve. Let me say on Mondays, maybe you concentrate on carbohydrate and maybe little protein, or you spread you spread the nutrients across the week, right? So when you are cooking, right, the goal is to supply your body with a particular nutrient, right? So the process of making sure that you prepare that in, uh, that ingredients to supply you with that um to supply with that nutrition that you need or that nutrients you need is cooking right and then of course the process of um putting the food in your mouth and all that that's the feeding process right so i've clarified that now i'm not with all this that i've said i know you thought about it from the physical perspective from the natural perspective but i want you to take this example and then superimpose it on your on your mental life and then your emotional life and then your spiritual life and with this i want to say that whether you know it or not you are feeding your mind you are feeding your emotions you are feeding your spirit whether you are conscious of it or not you are feeding whether you are conscious of it or not you are feeding so feeding is a system of getting food into your body now let me take it away from the body from from the natural perspective feeding is a system of getting content into your mind feeding is a system of getting content into your spirit feeding is a is a system of getting content into your emotions and whether you know it or not you are constantly feeding now let me see this do you realize do you realize that what we call okay social media for example i've 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 often wondered and i've told people have you ever wondered why maybe your facebook page or your facebook pro, uh, timeline is called feed a feed or your instagram timeline is called a feed it's very simple what do you have there what you have is content right what is going on when you take up your phone for example and you're scrolling through in instagram now you're scrolling through your feed what, what are you doing you are feeding your mind with content now let me let me explain something here so as you go through facebook whether you're conscious of it or not and i'm getting to that point what you are doing is that you are feeding because you are going through a feed and there is content on facebook for example there's content in that that music there's content in on instagram right so when you are scrolling through your instagram what you are doing is that you are feeding now let me go back to content i explained that content is the thing that is inside now question would you now remember that i superimpose content and food side by side so i say the food is the content but now the question I want to ask you is when you have a bowl of rice in front of you and you want to eat rice now you would say you are eating rice so I can say that rice is the food but rice is not the food I will explain when you eat rice you know you are eating it as rice but it is not your body does not use it as rice are you following this now your digestive system has to do what process that food and extract the carbohydrate in that rice the same way when you eat fish you ate fish but your body didn't really eat fish what your body ate was protein 
So what happened is that your digestive system begins to process that food and then extracts the protein from that fish. So what your body needs to grow, listen, what really grows your body is not the fish as it were, it is the protein in the fish. Because there are certain other things in that fish that may not be good for your body. So the digestive system is designed to separate the chaff from the wheat and then to supply your body with the protein that is needed to build your muscles. So the food that you really eat is not the fish, but the protein. Now, let me come to content, right? Content in form of books, content in form of videos, content in form of audios, content in form of conversations, content in form of relationships, and content in form of environments. If I have the time, I will explain them one by one. Now, listen, when you expose your mind to content, right? Listen, I know you think you are, you are reading that book or you are watching that movie or you're listening to that audio, or you're having that conversation, just like your digestive system, and I want you to listen to this very carefully, just like your digestive system takes that rice or that fish and processes it and extracts protein or carbohydrates, is the same way when you read a book, for example, or when you watch a video, for example, listen, when you, now, when you are done watching that video, can you have you witnessed that... When you are done watching that video, what's happening? Your mind is replaying the movie. You are remembering certain scenes. And this thing can happen over this thing can happen over a period of time. This thing can happen over a period of time. So your mind begins to replay that movie. Sometimes somebody will do something that will remind you of that movie. Listen, let me tell you what's happening there. What is happening there is that your mind is processing that content that you've consumed. And then at the end of the day, it will extract the main idea in that content that you consumed. And listen, this happens in your subconscious mind. Listen to me. Your subconscious mind now receives the main nutrients from that content. In this case, now in the case of the food, the rice, the, the main content is the carbohydrates. Now in the case of the video or the book or the audio you, you consumed, the main content is the idea and the feeling that is in that content. Let me, let me, let me say this. You know, when somebody, when, let me say, a scriptwriter or a movie director is producing a movie, it's not just the movie that they want to sell. There is usually an idea or a feeling that they want to communicate. So they, so they go through this complex system of script writing and movie production and all that, and they integrate that idea in the whole movie. Now, when you watch it, your mind receives the pictures. But at the end of the day, when your mind is done processing it, your subconscious receives the idea. That is why, listen to me, that is why over time, there are certain ideas that you found repulsive. But when you constantly expose your mind to that idea, you now begin to realize that that idea is no longer as repulsive as it used to be. Can, can I get a witness here? I feel like I need to get a witness. Now, there's an idea you used to find repulsive. Follow me. And then over time, and let me say you even argued that idea with a friend. You, you hated this so much. You argued it, right? And then you kept arguing it, but you kept exposing your mind to that idea. 
or to that conversation or to that content over time that idea becomes less repulsive as time goes by it is the same thing that happens with the digestive system that happens with the mind right as you as you consume now when you consume the content your mind goes through the process of digestion now listen the picture is before your face but what your subconscious receives is the idea or the feeling that is embedded in that movie now let me give an example horror movies now what's the point of horror movies i don't know but have you realized for those of you who watch horror movies that sometimes the story apart from of course talking about certain things that happen in real life but sometimes the storyline don't even make sense but have you ever wondered what is the what is the content in that movie Remember that I said that the content is not really the content. The content is the idea that you receive when your, your mind digests that particular content, right? So have you realized that after watching horror movies, you realize that you become more afraid? Now, I'm not talking about those who... Well, there are people who, no matter the, the number of horror movies they watch, they don't get scared. Now... I, I, in fact, I think I'll have a special class with such people to explain to them why something that used to scare them no longer scares them, right? So, but at the end of the day, what your subconscious receives from that horror movie is the feeling of fear. The idea of fear and the feeling of fear. And that's why sometimes you wake up and realize that you're just afraid in the night, you're just afraid. You, and sometimes you may not be able to trace that it's that horror movie. Right? So what happens is that, see, your mind does not care what you present before it. All that your mind will do is to process what you said before it or what you plant in it and send that particular content or the main idea or the feeling into your subconscious. And then that subconscious is, is now what begins to form your belief system and begin to form your attitude. So there are certain beliefs that you have as a result of something you've watched over time. And the truth is you don't know that that is the source of that particular belief. You don't know that that is the source of that particular idea. And remember what we said last week. See, your mind functions like a real estate. It, fun it functions like a soil. It is what you plant inside of it that it gives to you. So what you see here, why am I explaining this? I'm explaining this because, like I said, we are all products of influence and we are influenced by content and remember that content right is the thing that is inside something for so that movie is not just the content there is something inside the movie that book is not just the content there is an idea inside that book is there there is a story inside it. there is an idea that has been expressed in that book and when you consume it, right, your mind processes it and your subconscious receives that particular idea that that book is trying to communicate, like the horror movie example I gave, right? So you figure out that there's, there's just this fear and panic that comes with it. Why am I saying this? Listen, we're talking about growth. We're talking about conquering degrees. We're talking about becoming better people. We're talking about achieving our goals, accomplishing our goals. And listen, I said to you guys, right, for you to achieve or accomplish whatever it is that you set out to do, there is a particular lifestyle. There's a particular disposition you must assume in order to aid you to accomplish those things. And listen, what I'm trying to say here is that the content that you consume affects your disposition. 
The content that you consume affects your disposition. And listen to me. People are feeding every day. People are feeding every day. In fact, let me put it like this. People are walking content. People are living content. Or I would say this way. People are walking food. Well, not physical food in this case. Right? That means that people have in them ideas. And by your mere association with them, you are feeding. People are working content, and by your mere association with them, you are feeding. Remember, so I don't want to go back to this keyword, but remember the definitions I give. And so that as I, as I say these things, you will go back to the definition and understand what I'm trying to say. People are working content. In brackets, people are working food. And food here, I'm not talking about the physical, I'm talking about mental, spiritual, emotional, and things like that. Have you ever entered into the environment of someone and your emotions got dampened? Now, you don't know the reason why. Now, there, maybe there is this particular person that whenever you hang around them, it's as if your, emotion, your emotions are being dampened. Something is happening to you. What is happening is that you are feeding. Just by hanging out in the environment, you are feeding. Now, have you ever, do you, do you have someone that, after having a conversation with them, you get fired up. What happened in that moment of exchange is that you were feeding from them and they were feeding from you. And listen, the nature of the content that they have inside of them is what you receive at the end of the day. So if it is somebody who is a person of quality, who is a person of superior quality, right? At the end of the day, you are, you are feeding off that superior quality. And there's something I usually tell them in Design Your Life, that people come to you because they need to feed. People are looking for value. People want to feed off value. And I'm talking about it not physically now, but I'm talking about it mentally. I'm talking about it emotionally. I'm talking about it spiritually. You find out that there are certain people you, you love hanging around because anytime you're around them, spiritually you're fired up. Mentally you're challenged. Emotionally you're healthy. What is happening in that moment is that feeding is going on, but it is not conscious, right? So people are working content, and by your mere association with them, you are feeding. And it's just a matter of time before you begin to behave like them. Now, so I've tried to show you that, see, there's content all around the world. There's content all around us. There is content in the books around us. There is content in the videos around us. And remember, the video is the content, but not really the content. The content is the idea that video or that book or that audio or that conversation is expressing. So remember this, right? So there's, there are books, videos, audios, conversations, relationships, and environments. Now, let me ask you a question. Have you realized, for example, if you live in Lagos, right? Let me see this. If you live in Lagos, for example, now there is the island and there is the mainland. Now, listen, the island and the mainland are like two different countries. Now, you will realize that when you stay on the island that there is a particular lifestyle or a particular mode of thinking that is common with people on this island. And then on the mainland, in the same Lagos, there is a particular lifestyle and mode of thinking. Now, I'm not saying that one is superior to the other, but you realize that the environment is different and that when you go to the island, you feel different. Now, there is a particular idea, listen to me, there is a particular idea that is being communicated by the way the environment has been designed. It, it communicates calmness, it communicates, you know, upper class, it communicates superiority. So the environment itself is a content. And that by, mere, by, sorry, by hanging around that environment, 
your mind is receiving information even without you knowing. So you hang around the, 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 the island for a while and then you, after a while, you begin to behave a certain way. You now begin to behave like upper class citizen in Lagos. It happens. So what I'm saying here is that your environment is also providing you with content and sometimes it is subtle. You can't really perceive it like immediately. You need to sit down and think about it and realize that this environment I was in was feeding me a particular idea. It's just a lifestyle. It's like the ethos of that particular environment. It feeds you a lifestyle. Now, there are certain shops you enter into, right? The idea that you just feel is luxury. You feel luxury. You feel wealthy. Now, that feeling of wealth, that feeling of luxury just exudes in the environment. I'm saying this to explain. And then there are certain shops you go to. It just communicates poverty. So even if even if maybe they price something, even if maybe they put a price tag, you f- you feel like uh, maybe um, debating that price. But when you go to that place that communicates luxury, and they tell you this thing is hundred thousand, you can't open your mouth to argue because the environment itself is saying something, and your mind is receiving that communication. The same thing with the relationships you are in now. They are, see, their life alone is an environment. Their presence alone is an environment and it's communicating something to you. That is why most times you find out that rich people or wealthy people like to hang around fellow wealthy people because there is a particular communication that they receive from that kind of environment. Do you understand this? The point I'm trying to make here is that there is content all around you. And remember that I said that man must be programmed. All this content around you is programming you whether you know it or not. And the things you consciously expose or unconsciously expose yourself to are sending off messages into your subconscious and it is forming the system of belief in your mind. Belief in your mind. Now remember I started by saying that man must be in a controlled environment and man must be programmed. Now I'm saying this to tell you this. Listen. Remember what we said about entropy. If you do not sit down and design the kind of life you want to live. Hold on. You de- first of all design what kind of life do I want to live? What kind of person do I want to become? What kind of idea do I want my life to communicate? What kind of what kind of what kind of story do I want to tell? Now, when you now make that decision, this is the kind of life I want to live. This is the kind of story I want to tell. This is the idea that I want people to get when they hang around me. When you've decided that, you now begin to ask yourself, what kind of content? Now, follow me. What kind of food? Now, when I say food, now, don't think about natural food. Think about mental food. Think about emotional food. Think about spiritual food. Now, ask yourself, what kind of food do I need to eat mentally, emotionally, spiritually to grow into this kind of person? Because listen, the, the easiest way to sustain anything is to grow into it. And to grow into something, you must consume the kind of food that facilitates that kind of growth. For example, if you are a fit farm, for example, you would notice that there are certain foods you will avoid so as not to encourage fat growing in your body. Are you seeing this? Now, because of the kind of health, the kind of healthy lifestyle you want to live you are intentionally choosing the kind of food you eat you are in fact you are not just choosing the kind of food you eat you are you are are deciding how you how you eat that food 
You see this? So you design a system of feeding, right? Let me say you say you, you wake up in the morning, go to the gym, eat by 9 a.m., or maybe you eat before you go to the gym, right? And then in the evening, you go to the gym by, let me say, 5, and then by 6, you come home, maybe by 6.30, you eat, and you don't eat any other thing until 9 a.m., right? So you design a system around that kind of lifestyle you want to live. Are you seeing this? So you've decided, I want to be fit, so, because I want to be fit, the next thing you decide, okay, there is a regimen of exercises that I must engage in on a daily basis in order to achieve this form. And in line with that exercise, listen, there is a kind of food I eat and a kind of food I don't eat. Now, I don't want you to think about this in terms of the natural only. Think about it mentally. What kind of mental exercises are you doing? And what kind of food, what kind of mental food are you eating, right? That when you do that mental exercise, it complements your mental growth. What kind of emotional exercises are you doing? What kind of emotional content are you consuming? What kind of, what kind of spiritual content, what kind of spiritual exercise? Now, I'm sure that the picture is getting clear here. The communication is this. There is a life you want to live. I know you have a beautiful dream. I know you have an excellent vision. I know you have an idea of the kind of man and the kind of woman you want to be. But listen, you cannot leave it to chance. You must design a feeding plan for your mind. You must design a feeding plan for your emotions. You must design a feeding plan for your spirit. Because man must be programmed, and man is programmed by content. And content is in books, videos, audios, conversations, relationships, and environment, like I explained. So that, what that means is today, you, you have to sit down and ask yourself, what kind of conversations do I want to engage in? Do this kind of... Con and maybe you, 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 do, you, do, you do an analysis of your current relationships, and ask yourself, these conversations that I have with my friends... Which one benefits my plan? Which one does not benefit me? And then you now begin to realize some of the toxic things you've been swallowing. And guess what? What may be toxic for you may not be toxic for another person. Now, let me explain. Let me say your plan is to be a politician. You want to be the president of Nigeria tomorrow, right? It is wise for you to hang around people who, who support the same idea. For example, if you now make friends, for example, with... Um, somebody who doesn't believe in politics who just wants to leave now i'm not saying you can't be friends with different kinds of people but you know they associate the the the, the what's it called the the main associations you sustain within which you have serious conversations that drive change in your life you cannot have you cannot end up being friends with someone who does not support the idea of politics let me say maybe someone who believes that politics is dead let's avoid it if you keep hanging around such people, they are going to water down. They are going to feed you with toxic food. Now, for them, it's not toxic. But for you, it is toxic. So toxic does not necessarily mean something that is bad for everybody. Toxic could be something that is bad for you, but good for someone else. And because your life is custom made, you must design the kind of meal, the kind of food that you consume. So why superior content and superior systems? Listen. It is easy to be mediocre. It is easy to be average. So that means that there is content and there is inferior content and inferior systems everywhere. So everybody's, but for example, I mean, 
of course, most of us do it, but sometimes we eat junk. We know it. We know that this thing is bad for my health. We know it. But we just consume it. And every Tom, Dick, and Harry can do that. You see, but those who want a superior health, who want superior body, who want to have a good body, right? They must consume superior content and they must design a superior system for themselves if they must achieve that thing. And then they must follow it through with time. So living your life to chance is inviting entropy to begin to introduce disorder into your life. So we're talking about specialized growth here. We're, we're talking about supervised growth. We're talking about specialized growth. And now remember the bonsai, right? Let me borrow something from that idea. Remember that during the bonsai, right, the, the natural begins to cut the roots, trim the tree so that it won't grow beyond a particular point. Now, if you reverse the bonsai, what you are going to do is that you are going to design a system that will help you expand your roots. For example, let me say you want to, let me say you want to become a brand strategist for example you see listen the secret is this special you seek out for specialized knowledge let me explain what i mean by specialized knowledge now when um you want to study med medicine in school for example right number one first of all medicine is separated from the arts so you will not see anything about the arts in the curriculum to start with that's one two it's science, right? So maybe the first year, they can maybe the, the medical doctor can take some general science courses just to get acquainted with the general science thing. But as they move up on the ladder, maybe the entire year two, they begin to special, they begin to narrow down the kind of content they consume in terms of right the lectures they receive. You see it, right? So they begin to narrow down. So if it's a general practitioner, right, they begin to narrow down. But if it's someone that wants to maybe um, just study the eye, right? Stud an optician or some uh, ophthalmologist, right? An optician. Which one, which one is it? Now, as they climb on that hierarchy, they begin to cut down the courses they take because now they are looking for specialized knowledge, right? So the secret to specialized growth is specialized knowledge for example let me say you want to be a brand strategist what you should do is what kind of content around this area should i consume and you must discipline yourself not to consume this one this one except those ones are related to what you want to do then you can consume it and so usually during design your life i talk to them about strategies and pathways for example if you want to be a brand strategist or a marketing strategist there is a particular pathway you must follow you won't follow the pathway of an engineer and end up a marketing strategist there is a pathway specific to a marketing strategist so whatever area in your life you want to grow there is a pathway for it you want to grow spiritually for example there is a pathway for it there is a specialized pathway and then there is superior content that you must you must consume and not just superior content you must consume there are content you must avoid because if you want a certain kind of spiritual life you must beware of contents that will contaminate what you already have so gaining con gaining knowledge for example or um designing this the system you want you must design a system that must eliminate the inferior content and embrace superior content so it's not just okay let's consume superior content and then we are consuming inferior content at the end of the day no you must 
design the pathway and find out what knowledge must I stay on and for how long must I stay on it to become a specialist in this area? Are you getting this? So I want to be a doctor minimum seven to eight years, right? So seven years consuming content, medical content in terms of lectures and practicals and things like that. So that over that seven years, your mind is wired like that of a doctor. And so there is the content and then there is the disciplines. Talking about the system, there are the disciplines. There are, there are lectures you must take. There are exams you must write, right? And, you know, it's a repeated system. And it keeps going on and on until you become an expert in that field. And even when you become an expert in that field, you don't just stop. You keep growing. What I'm saying in essence here is that, number one, there is content all around you. There is content all around you. And chances are, not all that content is good for where you're going. You need food to grow into who you ought to be. Physical food in terms of physical growth. Mental food in terms of mental growth. Emotional food in terms of emotional growth. Spiritual food in terms of spiritual growth. And remember that I said that the main food is not what you consume. It is the idea. It is the nutrient inside of it. For example, it's not the fish you consume, it's the protein in the fish, which when your, your digestive system is done processing, your body extracts it and uses it. The same way when you, you feed your mind content, mental content, your mind extracts the idea and that thing begins to form your belief system. So it's possible that you believe certain things that you don't even know where they came from. I don't know if some of you do this, but sometimes what I do is I do... I do, I reflect. I reflect on certain attitudes and certain belief systems I have. I begin to ask myself questions. Like this thing that I believe, where did it come from? And if you are close to me, you will notice that I ask probing questions like that sometimes. This particular thing you are doing or this particular thing you are saying, where did it come from? Now, let me borrow an example of a conversation I had with a lady, right? So I was, and see, this is to tell you how powerful it is, right? Now, so I was having a conversation with that lady. So, you know, in my conversation with, with the lady, I'm always using the word groom. G-R-O-O-M. Grooming as in groom. To groom somebody. To groom. You know, so I, I keep using that word to groom, to groom, to groom. So, and, and I notice that anytime I use that word groom, she gets uncomfortable with that word. And so one day we had, you know, a little argument about it. And she said that she doesn't like that word groom. And I was wondering, what's wrong with the word groom and things like this? Thing that I know that. So I tried to explain to her what I mean by groom. But, you know, it was still not entering, right? So I left the matter. After a while, after a while, she came back to tell me that she now figured out why she didn't like the word groom. Because she first saw, I think she saw it used on Twitter. And the way the person presented the word groom made it look like a toxic thing and all that. Right, so but it's not even about the meaning of the word now. The point I'm trying to make here is that now she was uncomfortable with the particular word, but didn't really know in the moment where that where that discomfort came from. It was when she did an analysis, now realized that okay, it was a tweet I saw, and the way the tweet was presented, it made the word look bad. 
in the same way there are certain things you believe now you don't even know where it came from until you question yourself and begin to trace it you won't even find it so there are certain things you hate now not because those things are bad in themselves but because somebody presented it in a particular light and then that was it for you that's the way the mind functions that's the way the human being functions right so you must number one you must be prepared to begin to question yourself this thing that i believe where did it come from and then begin to trace the sources of those particular things and then you will realize that most things you have as habits today most things you have as beliefs today most things you have as dispositions today or attitudes came from an information you had not just the information you had but the information presented in a certain way now there is a way the word man or men will be presented to you, you will hate men. Are you getting this? Now, of course, now, now there is this popular phrase out there, men are scum. Now, that thing is communicating a particular idea. And listen, a lot of people believe men are scum. Now, I'm not saying they are not men who are scum. But now, the general idea of men is not that men are scum. That means that if you meet any man, the baseline assessment of them is scum. Okay, this one is scum until this one is scum until he proves otherwise. So you see, the baseline idea is that men are scum. And you know, see, listen, eh, it, your baseline ideas are very important. So, for example, if maybe what you believe is men are good people, that's your baseline idea. And then when anybody now proves otherwise, that person is scum. But you see, when you have a baseline idea, so what I call belief or attitude is your baseline idea of something, your baseline idea. You see, because that is the ground on which you build anything. So, for example, if you say men are scum, and then you now meet a man who is not scum, your baseline is still men are scum. And that thing will affect your relationship in ways you will not know. But we're not discussing relationships today. We are discussing relationships some other time and then maybe we are going to get into this. We'll talk about how baseline ideas, how belief systems affect how we relate with people. And all this are as a result of contents that we consume. So the question is, what kind of person do you want to become tomorrow? What kind of growth do you want to achieve in your life tomorrow? Remember that growth happens through feeding ingesting food so what food are you going to ingest are you going to accept and what food are you going to reject i'm talking about mental food physical food emotional food spiritual food so now what kind of system do i need to build for myself now let me give you an example of how to do that now to build a system Oh, there's no time to do this. But to build the system quickly, what you need to do is this. First of all, decide the values that represent who you are. For example, let me, let me say you want to be a person of integrity. Now, that is a value that you want to be represented in your life. You want to be a person of integrity. That means you want to be honest, you want to be transparent, and you don't want to defraud people. Now, that is a value. Now, what? so you now begin to ask yourself, what set of activities, listen, what set, what set of activities and processes do I need to put in place to ensure that I support this value of integrity? Now, that's how to build a system. You start from the value. You start from the values and then the goal. So your value can become your goal. When your value becomes your goal, is better. So 
if your value is integrity and your goal is integrity is good right so you start from a value what value do i want to embody what set of activities and processes do i need to put in place to be a person of integrity for example set of activities number one you always tell the truth right and if it's something that you're not willing to say you rather not say than to tell a lie right so, so you can set that out for yourself right or you say when it comes to finances i want to be a person of integrity so that means you will never defraud somebody you will never cajole or flatter somebody into into duping them do you understand so you set those activities for you so those are like signposts for you right so in your daily activities you now begin to in in, in integrate you know those those um signposts Right, so I don't defraud people and all that. And so now, because of that, you now ask yourself, what kind of content should I expose myself to? Now, content in this case can be the kind of friends that you associate with. Remember that I said that relationships are sources of content, idea, right? So I'm going to surround myself with people of integrity or people who value integrity. So by doing that, you set up You've decided the kind of content you want to consume, the content that encourages integrity. Now, if you don't want to encourage, so that means that if you don't want to encourage integrity, so that means that you are going to hang around with anyhow people. But if you are going to encourage integrity, you are going to hang around with people who have integrity, and then you are going to intentionally dissociate yourself with people who are dishonest and you know they don't have integrity. You see this. So, having superior content does not mean allowing every other thing. It means this is this is the content i want to consume and this is the one i don't want to consume sometimes you need to even start from the things i don't want to consume and then embrace the things you want to consume right so so integrity for example is maybe a value you want to to embody and then you must consume things so that means that the kind of books you read and the kind of thing the kind of conversations you have should be the ones that support that value you want to embody right and then you have a set of activities that you've lined up for yourself, right? That you're going to be doing. And maybe an, another thing is you can set up a system for yourself in order to encourage that value integrity. For example, you can decide that you will have an accountability structure, maybe a friend that you answer to. So that when anything happens, you, you can answer to the, maybe a mentor or maybe or a leader or somebody that can keep you accountable to your values. Now, that is a system. That is a superior system. Because sometimes there is a tendency for us to just get tired of you know, some of the things that we are trying to achieve. And that is why we have a community like this, right? So you have an accountability structure that you know that at the end of the month, you will answer to them. Let me say another way to have a superior system is that you can have a friend that if you lie to somebody or if you defraud somebody, you can tell them, oh, my lie do. At least they keep you accountable. Now, that is a superior system. That is a system. It's called an accountability system, right? People you answer to that you can never lie to. That no matter what happens, you have to tell them the truth. That's an example, right? And so there are different examples of systems that we can build around the kind of growth we want to achieve. Now, the Conquering Degrees community is that kind of system. And like I said to us that from February, we are going to put people in accountability group. That means that at the end of every month, we are going to be having reviews. And then you are going to tell your group, okay, so this is what I wanted to achieve. This is the ones I achieved. This is the ones I couldn't achieve. This, these are the reasons why I couldn't achieve it. And so when you have that kind of system, you know that I have to report to a group of people at the end of the month and they will hold me accountable. 
Do you understand? So such systems. So when you surround yourself in that kind of environment, you begin to see specialized growth. You begin to see specialized growth. Now, a lot of people want to grow, but they are careless about the content they consume and the systems that they build for themselves. Right? So in order to grow, in order to grow, you must realize there are laws on this earth that if you ignore, you are going to suffer the consequences of them. And then it's possible to be, an, to be in an environment that conditions you negatively. And then you must begin to identify those limiting beliefs by you know, doing an analysis. What are the beliefs I have? What are the attitudes that I have? And then you, now begin to, you, need, you need to now begin to design for yourself systems and begin to choose for yourself superior content that you begin to consume in form of books, videos, audios, conversations, most importantly, relationships, and maybe physical environment that you surround yourself with in order to be that kind of person you become. That you, sorry, that you need to become. See, life doesn't happen by chance. Life doesn't happen by chance. You need to intentionally apply pressure, apply energy, apply action in order to become all that you want to become, right? So in order to get that superior quality, in order to become that superior human that you want to be, in order to have a superior spirit, to have a superior mind, to have superior emotional intelligence, to have superior health, you must decide to consume superior content. You must decide to surround yourself or design a superior system that guides you on a daily basis to become all that you want to become. Right? So this is, these are the things you need to start considering. And I want you, after this, this, this uh, session, think about it. And most importantly, I've, I said to you guys before we commence, get a jotter for this particular community. Get a jotter because we're going to review. Get a jotter. Now, the things you learn, listen, you learn better when you document your thoughts. Apart from that, it helps you attain clarity of thought. Now, clarity of mind and clarity of thought. Get a jotter. So when you sit down and begin to ask yourself, okay, what content have I been consuming? And what ideas have I been receiving from this content? You write it down so that you can be able to track your own growth. You cannot track anything without documentation. And one of the ways to review your, your growth, to even measure your growth, is through documentation. You document it. Fine. So you do the analysis of where you are now. Okay. The friends I have, th these are the things that I, 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 I gain being around them. You now point it out. If you want to even go detailed, point it major friends and then write beside them what it is that you gain from them. Whenever you hang around them, what you take home at the end of the day. And then when you are done doing that, now you now also ask yourself, what is my, my daily routine? What does my routine look like on a normal day? You write it down. And then when you document that thing, you can now have clarity concerning what your life looks like. And then when you are done, if it is not what you, what you aspire to be, then take your pen and then begin to write, what kind of person do I want to become? So this kind of person, what kind of values will, do I need to embody? Good. These are the values I need to embody. What kind of content should I consume? When you are, when you when you do that, you will know the, the the kind of the people you should unfollow on Instagram immediately. You need you need to know the people you unfollow on Facebook. You need to know the people you need to stop chatting with on WhatsApp. The, the people you need to stop having conversations with. See, because this thing is deliberate. Now, I'm not saying you should tell them to get out. No, you quietly reduce 
the ear time you give them quietly reduce the, the the power you give them to influence you i mean you can be friendly with somebody and not have conversation with them every day when you realize that somebody's presence in your life do, that do, sorry somebody's presence in your life does not bring profit to you in terms of what you want to become you can just push push it aside and then focus focus on giving those who influence you positively more attention that means that when you are done doing this you realize that there are certain people that were blessings in your life that you need to reconnect with there are certain people that well they, they discourage you from your goals you need to disconnect conversations with them now it doesn't mean if they see you and say hi you won't say hi no but you won't let them influence you by getting into deep conversations with them and you know having those exchanges with them and things like that right so when you are done doing that decide the kind of person you are decide the kind of food you want to eat in terms of physical food mental food emotional food and things like that and then decide the kind of system you want to have right for example i told you guys that part of my system this year is i must sleep by nine wake up by 12 and then pray in the morning and then my so my day starts from then now that is a system I, I decided for myself this year now because of the things i wanted to achieve i had to change my, my system so that it will, it will afford me more time to study, more time to plan, more time to do all the things I want to do, right? So I had to do that adjustment. And now it's a sacrifice on my part because, say, listen, there is, no, there is no greatness without any kind of sacrifice. So when you now decide the kind of person you want to become, decide the kind of content, and then decide the kind of systems that you surround yourself with, then at the end of the day, at the end of the day, as we do our monthly reviews, as we do our quarterly reviews, you cannot measure your growth. In fact, you cannot calculate the percentage growth because I'm going to provide us with tools that we use to do all that. You cannot, so you cannot measure your growth. You cannot tell yourself financially, I grew 20% or 30%. Right? Mentally, I grew 20% or 30% because I exposed myself to these materials. And then these things I couldn't do before, I could do them now. Spiritually, I, I, I gained mileage. You can actually calculate it. If you, anything you cannot measure, it's, if you cannot measure your growth, then it's problematic, right? So we need to start taking stock of our lives and not be careless with the way we live our lives. We need to take stock of the, the, the books we read, the videos we consume, the conversations we have, the relationships we have, and the environments we expose ourselves to, so that we can now begin to take stock of the belief systems that we've been acquiring over the years. Remember that I always say that sin entered this world through a conversation. It is possible that that difficulty you are having in that particular area started with the conversation you had with somebody. That fear you have to launch out that business, it could be from a conversation you had, or maybe something you read online, or maybe a seminar you attended, or a conference you attended. It could be that. So you become intentional about building your life. You live intentionally and then begin to design your life to become all that you wish to become. Nobody stumbles upon greatness. Nobody stumbles upon efficiency. Nobody stumbles upon effectiveness. Nobody stumbles upon productivity. It is something you grow into and it happens with time. Right? So with this, I think we'll round up for today. Maybe some other time, like I said, some of these conversations we are having, this is just an introduction. We are going to get into it deeply within the year and things like that. Right? So that is it for superior content and systems.
right so if you if you didn't take away anything today take this away that people are working content and that by your mere associations with them you are feeding people are feeding when people come around you it's because they want to feed so the question is what are you eating because at the end of the day what you eat eats you you become the food that you eat right so that is it so um maybe in 10 minutes i'm going to see if there's any questions if there's any questions please ask your questions if there was a concept that was not clear ask on the chat on the chat box send your question on the chat box i hope i hope they can still hear me okay ask questions on the chat box if there's something is not if something is not clear you have a question you want to ask let me know Oh, I wanted to talk about the circadian the circadian rhythm rhythms of nature, but there is not time. I wanted to talk about how you can employ the circadian rhythm. You can use the circadian rhythm to your advantage in terms of, you know, your physical health, and how that the circadian rhythm affects your emotions, it affects your mental health, and things like that. It's called biological clock, anyways. You know, so but maybe some other time, some other time we'll look into it. So if you have any question. No question. Okay, so I will assume everybody got you know the concepts very clear. All right. So maybe I'll give another one minute. Any questions? Any questions? Any questions? All right. All right. All right. All right. So in the absence of any questions, right? So thank you guys for attending. Okay. So for the announcement. I said I had an announcement uh, to make today, and I'm going to also uh, finish it up in the group. So, um, next week Saturday is our last session for this month. We are looking at logical actions, and remember that I also promised that I was going to teach us systems of light. Okay, the, the next one is Saturday. Okay, so our sessions are on Saturday. On Saturdays, I'm going to make an announcement now. I'm, I'm also going to announce on the group, right? And then there are many other things we've planned out, right? So you, so now sat, this Saturday is the last session for January, and we're going to be looking at logical actions. And I also said I was going to be teaching us systems of light, and I'm going to explain that. So, but every month after after this January, ev- every month we'll have a theme. For example, this uh, month's theme was the bonsai factor series and all that. And most of these things, we didn't really get deep into it. But as time goes on, we begin to get deep into the concepts and, you know, explanations and all that. So every month we have a theme. So next month, February, our theme is building relationships. So we are talking about conquering degrees. That means that there are different areas we want to grow in, right? There are different areas we want to experience growth. So for next month our focus will be on building relationships because we also need to grow in terms of relationships, right? So we are going to be having sessions every Saturday. But the beautiful thing about next month is that um, the plan is I'm not the only one who is going to be facilitating sessions. Every member of this community will get a day when they will facilitate a session, either on Mixlr, on Zoom, or maybe they decide to do an audio or write an article, but every member of this community will have an opportunity to share their growth lessons with us 
or share something profound with us that would help the community grow in one area or the other most likely around the area uh, maybe within the area that we decide to focus on that particular month right so next month is building relationships so our focus for next month is relationships and we have and let me also say in, on that our group we have all manner of people there so don't don't take it for granted don't think we are joking here so we have married people in that group too so next month they are going to be taking uh, some married people on the group we are going to have time for everybody but for next month some married people on the group are going to be facilitating sessions on saturday so i'm going to share the timetable on the group right but most of them have been married over 10 years some over five some over two years and all that so they are going to be sharing they are going to be sharing their growth lessons with us and then they are going to be sharing with us you know tips that we need to th things we need to learn concerning building relationships and especially within the area of marriage so they are going to be bringing their marriage experience and then they are going to be teaching us growth lessons things that they've learned you know doing doing marriage doing relationships building business building marital relationships and then you know platonic relationships with people and things like that so next month is relationships and then i'm going to share the timetable on the group and then we're going to see um, uh, the timetable and then people who are going to be sharing with us when they are sharing with us and the medium through which they will share with us right some of them will share on mixlr and some of them will share on zoom and I, I believe the zoom sessions will have opportunity to do you know question and answer sessions right so and that's for february right every member of the community will get a day when they will share something right so we are going to update the timetable and then by february we are going to put people into accountability groups what that means is that at the end of the month starting from february everybody is going to give account of how their month went you know how far they've gone in terms of achieving their goals challenges they faced lessons they learned right and then you know everybody shares and then encourages we encourage ourselves and then we measure our growth so at the end of the year we're going to do a general conference celebrating our wins and then planning for the next seven years from now because i want us to plan from 2023 to 2030 in terms of personal goals you know corporate goals and things like that so we have a lot of things planned out and we're going to be unveiling those things as time goes on so i want to use the opportunity to encourage you don't just be a silent member participate i wanted to use this january to establish the framework of everything that we're going to be doing it's all about growth growth and then personal leadership lessons in growth and personal leadership and all that right so we're going to communicate the rest on the group right so have a beautiful night rest so if you have a question please ask before we go offline if you have a, a question you want to ask please ask in the absence of that we will sign up for this evening so i hope i hope this session was worth it for you please go to the group leave your comments if you have questions please ask questions on the group and then um we would answer those questions i would like to know your com i would like to know what what you learned i would like to know if it was profitable for you please let me know on the group on whatsapp right so have a beautiful night rest we'll see you again live on saturday but then within the week we'll be having conversations in the group and things like that. and then we'll be rolling out you know some of our plans for the year right so thank you very much for joining us this evening I'll see you next time.